Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uniform Mike Papa, the Unapologetic Man podcast. And boy, oh boy, do I got a good one for you. I've been saving this bad Jackson for actual years because I teach this to my guys. It's in my three-month coaching program, and this shit is straight chick crack. I have guys tell me all the time, they're like, man, this thing alone gets girls so retardedly attracted to you. It's almost like all you need is what some dudes say. And I'm like, you need a lot more than this, but it does help a lot. It's called the cube. Some of you guys have heard of it before. Some of you haven't, but it's basically a psychological test that identifies certain things about her behavior, about her psychology, about her tendencies. And you could basically BS your way through it, which is exactly what I'm going to talk about today. But knowing the basics as to the questions that you ask, I'm going to outline those. You ask her a series of, I believe, six questions. She answers them. And then based on that, you analyze her personality. And girls freaking just bite this like hook, line, and sinker, bro. Like they just go after it like freaking catnip. They absolutely love this shit. If you do this to a dude, he'll be like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But he won't go crazy the way women do. And I have a lot of these types of psychological tricks, gambits, and tests to basically get girls attracted to you, man. It's like catnip, and I'll tell you, only use it on girls who you want sticking around because they're going to put their claws in you, and you'll never get them to go away. They'll be like, but you ran the cube on me. I'm totally in love with you. You'll be like, beat it, you sea donkey. I've had it with you, and she won't go away, bro. So use this very carefully. It is that powerful. want to read you guys a quick review from a client who just graduated my program. His name is Isaac. Really listen to this review because it's a testament to just how effective my program is. This isn't bullshit. This is straight truth. And I really want to read this because it's just so true about the results that the vast majority of my clients get. So I'm going to try to read it kind of quick because it does have more than just a few sentences, but it's worth it, man. Like if you're interested in getting into my program and you're kind of like on the fence, I think this will basically convince you. So let's go ahead and read it from Isaac. The future is bright. I can finally say that without reservation for the first time in my life. I came to Mark after I decided to end an insanely toxic marriage. I was being crushed by anxiety and depression and wondering where it all went wrong. I stumbled across the UMP and it was there that I heard Mark talk about his very real battle with agoraphobia. And I thought this is the guy who can help me. We met for our breakthrough session where I laid it all out and Mark says, I know I can help you and it's all going to start getting better starting today. After 12 weeks of digging through my belief systems and subconscious, it's like we uncovered the highly confident, highly masculine, unapologetic man I always was. I have all the tools needed not only for successful future relationships, but for life itself. Through Mark's immense knowledge of NLP, male-female relationship dynamics, and how to be a fucking man, I feel like I finally fixed this part of my life. Now, guys, listen to this. Listen really carefully. Okay, Isaac says, panic attacks gone. Anxiety, gone. Depression, gone. Self-doubt, gone. I'm off all my medication for anxiety. I know what I want and how to get it. 
And as I stated at the beginning, the future is bright. Thank you, Mark, for being the mentor I needed, a brother and a true friend at the lowest part of my life. You're a champion of the highest degree. Songs will be sung about you around campfires for generations to come. Isaac, thank you so much. You were an excellent client. Showed up, did the work, did all the NLP. I signed him and he's an extremely busy guy, an extremely in-demand guy, but he was still able to do all the work. And I'll tell you, dude, some of the girls this dude pulled fucking banging, bro, like model caliber chicks. The guy is absolutely crushing it. And he was at the lowest part of his life when he started. So if he can do it, I guarantee you can do it too. If you'd like to meet with me to talk about it, get on my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching, fill in the quick application, and you and I will get on that one-on-one call together. All right, gentlemen, let's go ahead and jump into the cube. All right, the way you start the cube is you basically ask her if she's ever heard about it before. You say, hey, have you ever heard of this thing called the cube? And she's gonna say, no, I never have, or maybe she has, but most girls haven't, I've found. And then what I usually say is that my friend Krista ran me through it last week and it was absolutely amazing. It was so accurate for predicting my personality. Do you want to go through it? And they always say yes. And so you're going to run them through this thing called the cube. Okay. So the first step is you have her imagine a cube sitting out in a big field. Now there's slightly different ways to take her through it. Some people include the field that it's sitting in as part of their analysis, but I don't really do that. I just go straight into the cube. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna ask her these questions, okay? I want you to imagine a cube sitting in a field. What does the cube look like? How big is it? What color is it? What's it made out of? Let her get really specific and just kind of have it in her own head as she creates it and then have her tell you what her answers are, okay? So she's like, well, I see like a white cube And you say, is it clear or is it solid? She's like, it's solid. How big is it? Ah, it's like eight feet by eight feet. Okay, what else is it about it? Where are you facing the cube? Oh, I'm facing like one side. How far away are you from the cube? Oh, it's about like this. Is it clean? Is it dirty? Just have her get specifics about it and kind of interview her about it. Honestly, you don't need to be like perfect in your questions because as I said at the top of the show, dude, you're gonna basically BS your way through it. Like literally... You don't need to know anything. The only thing you need to know is that you should always keep it positive and just tell her like good things about her personality. And funny enough, like your interpretation, even if you're not classically trained, you haven't gone to the cube school of psychology, your interpretation is going to be pretty spot on because I think as humans, we really have a sense about what people's answers mean. Like if I told you, hey, I had a dream last night and I couldn't move. I was like stuck in mud. What do you guys think that would mean? It probably means that I'm facing some life challenges. I feel stuck. Maybe I feel insecure. Whereas if I told you I flew in last night's dream, what do you think that means? That's right. I'm highly confident, which I am. So I'm always having the fly in dreams. I also oftentimes have dreams where I can like levitate shit with just my powers, like kinesthetic powers and just like levitate things. And sometimes when I wake up, my palms are actually hot. So in my mind, I'm actually kind of getting close to being able to levitate things. Hopefully I can levitate you into my coaching program. All right, moving right along. The second thing you ask her is you want her to imagine a ladder near or on the cube. So tell her, I want you to imagine a ladder now. Where is the ladder? She may see it's leaning on the cube. It's on the ground next to the cube whatever it is, and then you wanna ask her what it's made out of and how many rungs it has, because it's really important. Now, as you're asking these things, you're not interpreting at that moment, okay? First, you're asking her, where's the cube? What does it look like? Where is it stationed, et cetera? 
And then right after that, you ask her, okay, the ladder, where is it? What does it look like? How many rungs does it have? What's the material it's made out of? The next thing you ask her is about a horse. So you say, okay, now I want you to imagine there's a horse somewhere in this picture. Where's the horse? What does it look like? What color is it? Is it big? Is it strong? Is it meek? Is it feeble? Where is it in the picture? How much dominance does it have next to the cube? Questions like that. The next thing you ask her is about flowers. Say, now I want you to imagine flowers somewhere in the picture. Okay, where are the flowers? How many are there? Are there different kinds? What color are they? Are they healthy? Are they sick? What's the situation with the flowers? The last question you ask them is, I want you to imagine a storm somewhere in the picture. Is the storm far off? Is it right over the cube, et cetera, et cetera. So to review, first you ask her about the cube, what it looks like, what kind of material it's made out of, et cetera. Then you ask her about a ladder. Where's the ladder? What kind of material is it? How many rungs are there? Then you ask about a horse. Okay, what's the horse look like? Where is it in the picture? Yada, yada. Then you ask about flowers. Then you ask about the storm. Okay, the cube represents her. Okay, so how easy is this to BS and how easy is it to keep it positive? For example, her cube is really big. She's very confident. Her cube is really small. She's really humble. Ah, you see what I did there? Okay, her cube is floating. Ooh, super confident, super sure of herself. She's going far in life. Me, I remember I did this a long time ago. My cube was made out of carbon fiber. So the person who was BSing their way through it, right, told me that I'm a very strong personality and I have like perseverance and I'm not easily broken. I know now that that person was BSing me, but at the time I was like, oh yeah, dude, that's, that's pretty true, right? And this is what psychics do. This is what people who do cold reading do. Cold reading is basically telling people what they want to hear, right? You get a guy who walks into the psychic and he's all jacked up and the dude is clearly on that gear. He's clearly on steroids. The psychic isn't an idiot. She or he is going to tell him, you were a warrior in a past life. Like you were a total warrior. All you did was kick butt in a past life. He's going to be like, yeah, bro, I should drink more of them protein shakes, right? Because that's what he's into. So just kind of read the girl and see what she wants you to say about her and see how she perceives herself. She's some like super hippie chick, some soap dodger, some tree hugger. Then you could be like, oh, you really care about animals or you really care about uh, your environment because your cube is levitating and it's not sitting on the grass, right? Like just BS your way through it. And I hate to say that, but like I said at the top of the show, like your interpretation is probably going to be right. And it's probably true about her if you think about it. If she's some soap-dodging, tree-hugging, afro-coming-out-of-her-armpit kind of chick, then she probably does have morals and personality traits that relate to that which you're going to interpret via her cube, right? She's like, my cube is a Grateful Dead <laughs> flag that's like wrapped on four sides. You could be like, oh, you know, you're really into the environment. You're really into la-la-la and you have a very empathetic personality, right? You care about animals, you care about the environment, so you're not selfish, you're very empathetic and you're selfless in your actions. She's gonna be all over that. Okay, the second thing, the ladder is her friends, her friends. Okay, so if the ladder is leaning up against the cube, you could say you're very reliable for your friends. Depending on how many rungs are on the ladder, that's kind of like how many close friends she has. Depending on what the ladder is made out of, that could dictate the strength of her friendships. 
So if the ladder is like wooden and broken, then you could be like, ah, you know, your friendships don't feel really strong right now, but since it's made out of wood, they'll last, I don't know. Or if it's made out of metal, like one of those like metallic, really powerful ones that has tons of rungs on it, you can say that her friendships are strong and she has many friends and she takes friendships very seriously. I've had girls tell me their ladder was like on the floor, like covered in mud. And that would really like realistically interpret that she's having problems with her friendships. But maybe you can say instead that she's more independent and she doesn't rely so much on her friends that she can really rely on herself. See, you always want to spin it into a positive. You don't want to be like, dude, you're an insecure, selfish jackass, you jerk. And like, you know, call her out on some of the truths that you may be revealed. And what's cool about the cube too is you could tell like, do I want to date this chick, right? Like she imagined her cube exploding and launching out shrapnel and killing everybody around her may be a better idea not to date this kind of girl. So it does reveal some things about her personality. All right, the third thing is the horse. The horse is her love interest. And surprisingly, when you do this to women, the horse is usually a male, surprisingly. So I, there is really something to this psychological test, but you basically analyze like what her type is. Uh, sometimes the, the horse is standing next to the cube. Sometimes it's on the cube which you may interpret you like to be dominated, you like to be led, which, which all women do. Or sometimes the horse is next to the cube, which means you want a partner who stands next to you and stands strong with you, right? And oftentimes the horse is male, the horse is muscular, powerful, tall, and that represents her love interest. So again, you just interpret it in as much positivity as you can. Or if you wanna be slightly disagreeable and you see something wrong, you can straight say it. I've done it many times unapologetically and many times girls would agree with it and they may be thoughtful about why that is and this is part of the reason they get attracted to you it's because you're like mentoring them you're teaching them something you're showing them what it is about their personality they love it bro they love it to death all right the next one is flowers flowers represent her children future children what she hopes to have and it's pretty accurate like some girls will have like one flower or like no flower or the flower is dead. Maybe she's not that interested in having children. And if she says, well, wait, I am interested in having children. You could be like, well, are you interested in having children in the next like five years? She'll be like, no. And you'd be like, that's why. Right. See how you like you kind of got to be a ninja, bro. And like really verbalize and do the verbal judo to get yourself out of these situations. But really, for the large part, it is a correct interpretation where when she has a lot of flowers, oftentimes I'm like, oh, you want to have a lot of kids in the future. They always say yes. When they have a few flowers, they usually say they don't want to have a lot of children. So it is pretty accurate. And you may be wondering, how do they figure this stuff out, right? Well, I'm an NLP coach. And the way we figure these things out, like what kind of NLP modalities work, how to remove belief systems, traumas, and all that kind of stuff, archetypes and schemas, is research. They do tons of research, psychologists do, like thousands and thousands of different psychological tests to identify patterns as to what archetypes people generally think of when they think of, say for an example, a problem in their life, an anxiety in their life. So if I were to tell you, imagine the gestalt, which is the cluster of negative emotions in your life, and it's sitting right in front of you, what would you imagine it as? Oftentimes the color black would be present, Oftentimes it would look like a bowling ball or like a cannonball or like a, um, I forget what they're called, but there's balls with the spikes on it, something, something spherical. 
Okay, and the reason that is is because of human archetypes. The way we think is represented in archetypes. So when we create NLP protocols and when we create things like the cube, we can identify certain patterns. And this is the reason for handwriting analysis as well. People who are very confident tend to have very long T bars when they cross their T's. And it's a general occurrence across many instances that we can realistically assume is consistent when you see that trait. God, that was an epic sentence. So the cube really relies on that kind of stuff. And when it comes to flowers, it's often children. If they're lilies and some are roses and some are this and some are that, just, just BS your way through it. Like you have many different kinds of kids, right? You got like a daughter and a son and one's really into sports and one's really into ballet. Like just BS your way through it and it's usually going to be pretty accurate. All right. The final thing is the storm, right? The storm represents, obviously, what do you think the storm represents? That's right. A problem in her life. So is the storm distant? Is it right over the cube? Is it thundering really bad and raining everywhere? Or is it like off in the distance, distant sense of threat? Okay, and you interpret her storm on how many problems she's having in her life. Pretty easy one to interpret, but I'm telling you, run the girl through this. They will absolutely shoot their panties off, jump straight into the air, right onto your... I'm kidding, of course. I'm being sarcastic, but dude, it's super powerful. Only run it on girls who you want sticking around. All right, gentlemen, I hope you got a lot out of that. I certainly enjoyed sharing it with you. And I'll tell you, bro, I've run this on so many different chicks, like thousands of times. And like 99.99% of the time, it just absolutely worked. They ate it up with the spoon, bro. So if you're sitting there like, well, what if she catches me? Like, what if she catches me lying? Bro, you're quick on your feet, man. You're intelligent. How do I know this is true? Because you're listening to this podcast. I know you're a champion. That songs will be written about, that will be sung around campfires for generations to come. So don't doubt yourself, man. Fake it until you make it. You can do it. And I'll tell you, even if you stumble through it, like what's she going to do? Like call you out on it and be like, well, you're fucking lying. Like this isn't true. And be like, dude, Google it, right? And be like, yo, I'm trying to, give you some information here, like why are you hating on me, right? I've never had a girl do it. You guys have so many unprecedented fears, unfoundational fears that really never, ever happen. So if you're afraid of getting caught, don't worry about it. Take it from your Uncle Mark Singh, you fucking sea bass. You're going to be absolutely 100% fine. Use this shit on your first date. Use it over texting. Use it on the dating apps. Send it to the chick in Morse code. I don't give a shit. Just make sure to use it and flex that 89 IQ you got. You're going to be just fine, bro, Tato Salad. Gentlemen, I do appreciate your listening. As you know, I give a free one-on-one -on -one breakthrough session. So if you would like to have the same results as Isaac, that testimonial that I read at the top of the show, you can get on a call with me, man, and we could discuss the potentiality of working together and getting you off medication just like we got Isaac off medication. I mean, dude, that's a pretty gnarly result if you ask me. And as a dating coach that uses NLP, I'm, I'm really proud of that result. Like that's one of the best results I could hope for. I get guys laid all the time. It's kind of been like, yeah, yeah, whatever. What else can I do? Like in my previous podcast, I read about how we raised homeboy's testosterone just by six weeks of coaching. And now we got Isaac off of medication. What's next, man? We are going to create a super army of unapologetic males, maybe save the human population by getting testosterone up and thus getting the sperm count back up 
because I don't know if you heard, but sperm count is dying. It's going down to unprecedented levels. And some scientists are predicting that sperm may be completely ineffective in literally just a few decades unless we get this problem with masculinity solved, which is my purpose here. My purpose is to turn you into an unapologetic, confident, completely sure of himself, happy, peaceful alpha male. And if I've helped you take steps closer to that with this podcast, then I can go to bed tonight with a smile on my face. So gentlemen, on that note, I do appreciate you listening. I draw podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so stay tuned for the next one and I will see you in the next episode. Yeah.